All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, we've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hi, I'm John Hall. And I'm wondering, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? John Hall, you are 100% Christmas this year. I How am, old is Hannah? I feel Hannah like this is, is Hannah. This is, yeah. Is she, Hannah like wicked psyched and watching the cartoons and stuff? Because you are, I've done, this has to be our sixth year of Christmas episodes. And I don't remember you being this into the holidays so here's the thing right it's nice being home i mean the pandemic is what the pandemic is but it's nice being home and actually able to think about you know christmas and maybe getting together with folks this year and a little bit of stuff and like putting up a tree and just not having to be traveling like i usually was at this time of year and just being able to sort of be present in the moment and yeah the 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 kiddo certainly brings that out you know we've watched uh uh, a lot of the the Christmas carols and a lot of the the, the you know the Christmas movies and everything else like that and it's fun. Who she's doesn't playing... who doesn't want to make toys, John? Yeah, I mean she's playing with the ornaments. John, it's a question. Who doesn't yeah. want to make toys? Who doesn't <laughs> want to make toys? What movie is that? Is that Elf? All right, all right. Moving along. Um, all right. So anyway, hey, y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday, here. and we are stealing beer. We've already our accomplice, that. our accomplice, is Todd DiMatteo, which apparently I've learned I should call LTD. Is that right? Uh, that's the, totally fine by me. As long as uh, Matty Hargrove is good with that, I think he didn't put right. sharing the nickname. Matty right, so. Hargrove, I, I, he is a kind and generous and loving man, and I feel like his his generosity and love towards you deserves to be spread. <laughs> uh, for sure, he is amazing. I love that guy. How can you right. not? So do you? Augie, guys Augie, Augie knows uh, Matty Hargrove. We've hung out in uh, at Big Beers, which is now two weeks in a row that that conferences or that uh, that festival has come up. But yeah. So who who's Matty Hargrove? He is the Nashville, Middle Tennessee. I don't, he's like the guy who sells Blackberry Farm beer. Oh yeah, Correct. that guy's a good time. Yeah, that guy. And he's I've awesome. actually had I've had beers with him at at Beer Stott as well. Didn't Maybe. we have beer stout lagers with him one night? Probably like for sure. All right, cool. All right, so yeah, now now I'm clued in. Now I remember. Last time I was, was out with Mar- Matty Hargrove, I got into a lot of trouble. So okay, uh, well let's not talk about Matty. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need. Matty's not our guy. Todd DiMatteo is, and Todd. LTD. You tell us how or or LTD, which I LTD is here. Hands down, my favorite Crown Victoria, the LTD. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about what you're up to at Good Word. And did you see John? You know how tempted I was to say, "Hey, John Hall, what's the Good Word?" But I skipped it because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be. Don but you C. did it anyway. But you did. No, it no, anyway. no, I didn't. I referenced that I might have done it. All right, it's totally, totally innocent. Uh, yeah, so, I, I definitely say a word a lot uh, via text, and people roll. You know, throw that joke around a lot. So I don't mind. Yeah, I get it. Um, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. So Good Word, we. Just turned uh, four uh, nice. a few weeks back. Happy birthday! Uh, thank you very much. Do you much. know who doesn't want to? Make are you toys? also are you also being really excited about Christmas? Yeah, being a four year old, do you know who doesn't want to make toys? <laughs> do I know who doesn't want to make toys? I don't know. I think everybody oh, would make, want to make some toys. Is obscure no. reference from something? It's Kennedy definitely cast, not you know? obscure. I don't know the reference. Is it from the toy? No, it's it's Hermie <laughs> from the Rudolph cartoon. He wants oh, to be shit. a dentist. Hermie doesn't want to make toys. Yes. All of you suck. I'm checking out. John, do the interview. <laughs> Does this mean <laughs> I get to do my Durante impression? The claymation from uh, yeah. Yeah. the 60s or whatever. Hermie doesn't want to make toys. Movies. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So let's get back to good word. What, what are you up to down there? Why is Sean Hall literally over his skis with delight that you've joined us on this late Christmas, a uh, late Christmas season afternoon? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's because I, I'd be trying and shit. That's what I tell the kids. Um, mm. No, jo- jokes aside. Um, yeah, we've been, you know, producing, I think, pretty quality beer for the last few years. It, it took a little while to get there. I know I sent you guys a little synopsis of my like bio or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, we uh, we started out with a brewer um, that I hired. And, you know, after uh, three months or so of being open, he decided to go back to Canada. Um, and uh, so then I took well, over the reins and I was. was. <laughs> well, I think he had one in Georgia, too, to be honest with you. But, uh, and he was a great, he was a great kid. <laughs> Blow it up his spot yeah. right on the radio. Yes. God man, damn I was just, it, yeah. I was just going for the high school joke, and you just like, oh, man. That's right. That's right. Nice work. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you know, when he was here, uh, we, would work on re- <laughs> we would work on recipes, and I would order, like, uh, raw materials and stuff like that. But I'd never you know, say I beat a tank or brewed or any of that kind of stuff outside of home brewing and, uh, some, you know, nice enough breweries around us to like, let me kind of, you know, jump, jump in on their, their pilot system. So our, my first brew day was the 36th batch at good word. And it was for uh Saison day and man, it was fucking terrible. I think I started like 7am, <laughs> started at 7am and finished at like two. And I was like, all right, well, I guess we'll see if I have to dump this in a few weeks. Wait, but, you mean 2am, right? Yeah. It was like one or yeah. two in the morning. Cause there's a yeah, two between seven and that two that doesn't seem like that hard to work. Though. No, um, no, that would be great. If I was finishing this after lunch, that'd still be good. That's good. But, work. uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was crazy in the beginning, but you know, after a few months, I kind of got the hang of it. And then you know, just kept trying to learn as much as possible. And that's kind of where I still am, man. Honestly, I do a lot of reading and any brewer who was smarter than me, which is pretty much everyone, uh, I try and pick their brain and figure out, you know, what I can glean from what they're doing. It is is so refreshing to hear humility on this show. Shut up. Um, (laughs) So let me ask you a question. Does, um, when you were, when you were kind of directing what was being brewed versus, you know, sweating over the kettle. Did you find your, did you find you connected with certain brews more than others? You know what I mean? Like, like once you were actually doing the brewing, is there, is there, cause you know, there's a feedback loop or at oh, least for, sure. for me, there's a feedback loop when the numbers hit and things feel great. And there's certain smells I can, and there's, there's just beers. I'd rather be part of the brew of than others. Oh, without you know, a doubt. Once I mean, they're finished, I like them all, but there's certain beers I like to brew better. You know what I mean? Have Have you found that was a change once you were raking? Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely felt more uh, connected with it in general. I mean, this was kind of, you know, me and my business partner, Ryan Skinner's um, brainchild. But, you know, when we started out, I was the one, you know, home brewing all the recipes, but we had intended on getting a brewer. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, like, I'm, playing kind of a middle role when we first opened, like, you know, ordering raw materials and working on recipes with our brewer and then also running the floor with my, my partner. Um, and so like when I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm a brewer. I, I felt like I was explaining my identity to guests as I'm trying to relate to the beer. And that felt a little, you know, disingenuous to be honest with you. And so when he left and I was able to take the reins, you know, for a few months, I think I didn't want to take credit for the beers because, you know, they were just okay. Um, and we <laughs> were brewing just yeah. okay beer for performance uh, a little anxiety. while. Performance yeah, anxiety. Yeah. But for about six months, I was, you know, based in the brewery uh, in the day until uh, about five now I'd come on the floor. But after a while, it was like, I, I think I reached a point where I'd done pretty much everything wrong that I could do and hurt myself as many ways possible. And I, one day I was like, fuck it, I'm going to have fun. And I started having, you know, more of a good time. And I was kind of relaxed. But my brew days were long in the beginning. Like, I was there, you know, 14, 15 hours almost every day. And I was just getting these stuck mashes. Like, I think I had like eight or nine in a row. It was fucking terrible. I remember coming home with my wife. And we just had our third uh, daughter. And she, I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. This is too hard. But I didn't want to give up. And, uh, yeah, I just kept kept at it and i had some brewers come up and help me i had your arm from um he wasn't at half hadn't opened halfway yet but 
he came up a couple of times and Tim Schiavone, who's been around Atlanta for a bunch of years, a smart brewery came up and then um, had this guy named Austin come up. So everybody came up maybe two or three times each and just kind of gave me little pointers here and there. But I spent a lot of time, you know, watching videos on like, you know, how to CIP. I mean, just you name it. I'm yeah. like, if there's a fucking video, I'm going to watch it. And so it was a lot of uh, a lot of that. There was a brewer who actually told us I flew him down from he was working at a pretty well-known brewery. And uh, he answered our ad before we hired um, the Canadian fella. And the, the, I remember the, the, him. The, what's what's it called? The philanderer? What's it called when you run around, John Hall? Uh, the dirty stay out. The dirty stay out. That the guy. dirty stay out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this brewer came down and I cooked him dinner. And, you know, it was very, very talented brewer for sure. I remember one thing he said and kind of stuck with me is like a little bit of negative um uh, critique that kind of propelled me to like not stop. He said, whatever you do, don't hire a homebrewer or don't let a homebrewer, you know, be the one making the beer. And so like, I've always had that kind of ringing in my head, like whether it's, we're pouring out a you know crazy event that I felt like maybe we deserve to be at. And I had that like ringing in my head and then, you know, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. And, and whatever, now you're the homebrewer brewing the beer. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm the homebrewer brewing the beer. Arguably be, uh, arguably not too bad. Uh, beer too yeah. so when, when did you know or what was that first batch where you were saying like for the first couple of months you know it wasn't where you wanted it to be was there a beer where it finally poured and you were like yes this you, you, like it's the it's the opposite of going home and saying to your wife maybe i've made a mistake or maybe this is bad like what was the opposite of that day of that what was that beer it might have been uh, Die Tide Die, which is our house lager. I think I was like, <laughs> all right, this beer is this beer is pretty fucking good. And, uh, you know, you still like we have batches of beer that, you know, I still brew. And I'm like, hmm, that could be tweaked or whatever, because you end up doing a lot of collabs. And so if you're only brewing something once or, you know, once every few months, it's kind of hard to really hone it. But what I felt what I feel like is beers like Die Tide Die and our English beers, I've been able to brew those so many times that I make minor adjustments and, uh, you know, they've, they definitely make me feel like this is, I should be doing this. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was at least six months of, you know, burning myself and opening valves that had pressure on them and stupid shit like that before I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. you know, my hashtag was pretty not bad for a while. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good hashtag. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. All right. So what brings us together on Steal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer, what it is, not what we thought it would be, what it's doing, not what we we're told it would do, um, how it tastes in the glass, not how hard it was to get to facilitate this. John and I drink blind out of opaque black glasses. Uh, Kennedy, so far today, seems to have done a good job getting the beers around the globe. Do you have these beers with you, Todd? I do. I've got two beers that are, uh, and they are obfuscated artisanal. Yeah. Arti have you started drinking people? beer number three yet? Uh, I've got two beers in front of me. So, yep. What one should be marked on three, and one should be marked four. Okay. Or one should be marked yet. one. All right. Start, all right so, open number yeah, three four. and start drinking number three. And try to try to try not to see it if you can, like like a color. Okay. What's funny is yeah. I feel drink like it from this, the can or drink it in a coffee mug. Yeah, I feel like this beer. I really want to see the color because I think it would help me a lot. Like yeah. So I am so so Johnny I'm cakes conflicted by this. You're beer. conflicted, really. Ooh. All right. I mean, looking at the foam, it's off white. I can tell it's. Ah, don't tell us! Don't tell us! Don't tell us! Oh, sorry, sorry. Don't tell us! God damn it. Justin, do you um, tell people about this show? I Justin, do. have you <laughs> ever asked anybody to be on the show that's listened to the show? Um, anyway. I'm sorry, guys. No worries. All right. So let me talk for a minute. Here's you the thing. Your head top, LTD Todd. is continuously learning about beer and watching videos and, and listening show. to things, but not us because yeah, he wants positive clearly. information. Clearly, he doesn't <laughs> want negative information. All right, and I love Todd, that. take a yeah. second, sip on this beer, wrap your head around it. All right. So, so here's where I'm going, John. And uh -huh. I don't want to pretend I'm the kind of guy who has work gloves. Like I'm not, I'm not no, put, no, putting no, on you, airs of you have well manicured of, fingers. I, I don't. I bite my fingernails. Um, but far more importantly, I do have a pair of work gloves that I keep next to the fire pit. 
<laughs> for if I need to move yeah. hot wood. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I just like a whole winter season of sitting by the fire pit. I will grab burning logs and move them around with this pair of nice yellow deer skin work gloves. I'm and at the end of at the end of those seasons, at the end of those seasons, uh-huh. I just literally take two big heaping fingerfuls of mink oil, rub it into this leather I've dried all year and try to bring them back to life, put them away and they come back out next winter for beer drinking and wood moving. And this beer feels to me exactly as comfortable as those gloves. I can't figure out what the fuck it is, except that it's a flavor I knew when I was a child. Like nice. You're drinking beer as a kid. I love it. That's, oh yeah, I drank beers yeah. from like seven that's, years. That's old. why he went to reform school in Maine. But yeah, one it's... of one of the many reasons. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's not a joke. My father was part of the writing team of the Great American Beer Book in 1986, and I was famously nice. stealing beers from those tastings every day of my life. Um, I am a longtime beer drinker. But anyway, um, first time I remember being wasted was on Rolling Rock when I was about six years old because Dad bought the little cans. And it made complete sense to me that that was the beer for children. So I just started opening the cans and drinking them till my mother found me. <laughs> That's a fact. I, uh, yeah, and, <laughs> fighting pigeons in the backyard. Um, anyway, so, this wasn't. <laughs> this is this is an eight ounce rolling rocks. This no, is it's not. This is something I drank when I was drinking other things. Like this is a New York City bar. Not the Belgian places, but like early, no. early blind tiger days, they'd have something like this on tap. And maybe I'd settle into it, session it. Like th- I feel like I could drink this beer all fucking day. And I can't see I don't know if I don't I know like if I can. It. I don't know if I can. And that's my conundrum with this beer is there's a few things about it that are sitting... I need your help with the right. fruitiness in the middle. All right. It, I don't this, know what this... to call it. This beer is sitting wrong with me on a couple of on a couple of levels. However, I am drinking this much too fast. So there's something that my brain can't reconcile with my palate because I keep going back to it. So it must mean that I like it on some subconscious level, but I don't know what it is. And it's got like that tobacco spit flavor, that little bit of. If, if this like it just feels like everything glass, like if you told me I this imagine is this is the color of toasted lager but if you told me this was pete's wicked toasted lager his other beer and somebody found a fresh bottle of it i'd be like that makes sense to me sure <laughs> yeah there's a nuttiness to it there is a toastedness to it there's a little yeah. bit of breadiness to it there's a little but bit it's of not distinctly anything it. yeah that's no. the fruity thing i can't place in the middle and there's, there's some like bit, of, bit like, of like yeah like, I so, feel like if this beer had diacetyl, I'd be like, oh, it's somebody's cask out. You know what I mean? Sure, it's, because it has that sort of aged. It feels like a, a nicely toasty. Of, it's nicely toasty. Okay. But yeah, it's super, super easy to drink. Like, I think this is this is definitely what, you know, remember when people started writing session on cans in America and. Yeah. The people on the webs would love to bitch about no session beers are three two and they're British and they're light brown and they're nondescript and you drink ninety of them. This feels like the beer they were describing. This is cut from an English cloth. This is cut yes. from somebody. But it's definitely idea. an American beer. No, it doesn't I have that. But, but it I'm doesn't have that, that ringwood. Has... It doesn't. Have no, but this has. But this has a tradition. It it. If somebody says like, oh, this is Bells or this is Harpoon or this is like somebody else from 86, yeah. like, I'm not surprised by that because it feels like this is one of those things where the recipe was locked in three decades ago and they say, you know, this is it. This is. Yeah. So see, it feels you're right, but it feels sacrosanct. to me like yeah. it feels to me like somebody did their Fuller's clone with House Chico yeast. Okay, Does that make okay. sense? Not really, but LTD, oh. what do you got? Well, yeah, let, let's let's ask the brewer if what I just said makes sense. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I definitely don't <laughs> think helping. it's uh, I don't think it's American ale yeast. I mean, the reason I don't think it's three decades old is it's in a sixteen ounce can for sure. So 
it's going to be well, packaging more packaging changes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you know, a lot of those bigger breweries won't do it. Uh, I definitely feel that it's, it tastes almost like an, an English ale, but it's really clean. It's clean. You know, I could definitely drink this a lot. Um, I don't know. That's sour. It wants to be things. warmer, John. It wants to be warmer. Like it's cold. I'm getting, this has been sitting on my counter. This has been sitting on my counter in its artisanal foil for 90 minutes before I okay. opened it. Well, I'm sorry. I forgot that not everybody's me. I just pulled mine out of the fridge. Mine wants to be I did warmer. too. Yeah. Mine's pretty right, cold. I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah, my, my, I'm just my, starting my, to get like, I'm just starting to get a little tiny hint of coconut in the aromatics that wasn't there till just now. Like, I don't know, man. I think I can session the fuck out of this. I don't, I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. I, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. That's fair. But, but, but the my, type of my can describing, is mostly empty at this point. But, but, but Todd, you make British beers, right? Isn't, yeah. Isn't part Exceptionally of well British he does. Beers, right? Yes. But isn't part of making British beers right? Aiming for, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. It's a beer that I'm living with and it's giving me something. And I'm happy about that. Like, English you know beer, what I mean? No, like, not, like, not for me. I, I love yeah. English beer. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it, we make so many different English styles and they kind of vary too. Like, you know, finishing gravity is a, a big part of it. I just made a, a British golden ale that finished at like two, one, uh, played it. Wow. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty dry for an English beer, but it was like the fifth, uh, pull from, um, the fermenter and usage of that yeast. So it was like super healthy. Um, yeah. but, but yeah, as far as this beer goes, man, I would, it, it's almost clean enough to be a lager, but I feel like it's probably an English beer. Um, but it's good. There's something, there's some flavor that I'm getting. And maybe, like you said, maybe it's a little too cold that uh, sits kind of funny on my tongue. But I do yeah, like it. I think this is an enjoyable beer. But I, it's that fruitiness, beer, right? There's some it. fruity Could thing be. I can't put my finger on in this palate. That you know or, what I mean? Like, the, the, John uh, said it's a little bit aluminum. sour, and I don't disagree <laughs> with that, but. Here's the thing. It's it's like that bergamot thing I do uh, in my ESB, where there's like that uh, little tiny bit of tea tannin bitter orange thing to it, that, like Earl and Grey. That's where when I was saying before, like if I could see it, I imagine this pours the color of iced tea. Well, that's so what that I was saying. saying yeah. Like an ESB yeah, exactly or right. something like that. Um, but, but here's that the was thing, my like, problem. We, like if I could see this, I'd be like, oh, it's uh like, if it's I was really hard a, not to see this beer because it's one of those like. Somewhere yeah. between ruby and nut brown, you know what I mean? Like it's somewhere, yeah. yeah. And if I could identify which end of that spectrum I was, I think I'd be better at framing the malts I'm getting. You know what I mean? Right now they're just kind of obfuscated, toasty. And here's yeah. the thing. I, I've been thinking a lot about glassware with this for some reason, where at first blush it would be like, oh, a dimpled mug would be great with this. And I've changed my mind to where I want a no nick uh, imperial pint with this. You're a no nick, <laughs> a nonic, wow. no nick. But I want an imperial pint with this. Like this is this is a 22 ounce glass for me. Of and maybe I still want a handle on that glass, but I agree with you. You know what I mean? Like no, because I know what you're saying, but I want like a big ass pub ale mug, and I sure, want to drink. Get that, but like I yeah. Todd, if uh, so, so the question on the show typically is, um, where, where would, would you drink, drink this beer? Where would I drink it? Yeah, um, I would definitely be drinking this beer on a fifty-five degree night um, out back with the fire going. Yeah. Oh, you sh- yeah. With your mink oil. Mink oil. Old old work gloves. <laughs> your beat up old comfortable work gloves. Like, what, like, uh, like. Yeah. Your favorite, you pair of, your favorite pair of cowboy wranglers. I'm even there sure you go. I like love where it. somebody gets mink oil, but I want to ask you about that in our production. I've never used week. it. Amazon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Problem solved, John Hall. Mink oil. Put it in Amazon. Uh, Cass, you haven't given us any notes, Cass. What do yeah, you think of this, Hazy? Because uh, you guys have been talking a lot about it, and I'm just trying Cass, to sit. I've Cass, just been sitting here. Fight. You have to fight for the minutes here, man. If I've talked no, no, to no. nothing. I've I've uh, I've just been absorbing too, and I, I just get like like different forms of cherry all the way through, all the way to like a fucking melted Jolly Rancher on my last sip here, as it's really in a glass. Cherry, huh? I mean, take 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 a sip of it and swish it around the mouth. Like 
I don't get like I feel like a, a very dry cherry, a fresh. How cherry, warm is yours, maybe, Cass? How maybe. warm is yours? Because I'm there. telling you, mine is just starting. Yeah, mine is just starting to show shit as we degrees. speak outside that toastiness. I'd say, and then there's yeah, an I mean, ashiness. It's too, pretty bitter, too. actually. It's got a yeah. healthy bitter, and it's dry, for, uh, and it's dry. Yeah. It goes, it goes sweet and then dry. You know, yeah, it does that ashy dry finish thing for sure. Yeah, it's it's awesome right, though. I mean, I want to have one of these and. That's really, and I want to kind of move to something else, but a, a nice big glass of it to start the party, as Hall said. Yeah, this could lead me into a Guinness nicely. Well, you said earlier something about Chico Yasin. At, at first, I'm thinking this is like an English beer, but it, it almost is too dry. I mean, it could be Fuck. American ale yeast for sure. That's the that's the sourness, though. Like, you know how Guinness has that sourness? Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah, pre- like, sour- yeah. This could walk me right into a fucking Guinness. Also, I had no idea that hey. mink oil came in like a like a tin, like a paste. Yeah, it's like shoe it polish. Was, it's I, like no, shoe I, polish. I had no idea. I'm on hey, Amazon Todd. right now. Yeah. Hey Todd, and I, yes. I can't believe I've never asked this question because we've had it. Diageo employees on the show, but do never we again. know what yeast Guinness uses? Um, you know, <clears throat> I think it's. I mean, I'm sure they're going to say it's Guinness, but yeast. yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, whenever I make a uh, dry Irish stout, I just order a dry Irish uh, yeah. yeast. Um, but I don't know if it, it I wouldn't doubt if it's cultured up from, you know, from there. Because I, I, know, I know they do I, that. that gotta be, I uh, know they do that hold back and mix in sour thing to get that roasted apple note. But but after I said it, after John agreed with it, I'm definitely getting that. Yeah, little you're bit not wrong of, about Guinness. Yeah, that little bit of. This isn't Guinness, but it has that note. No, it's way Guinness. too thin to be Guinness. It's way too thin to be Guinness. No, I, I that's disagree. that that's that fruitiness in the middle. I can't place is like that that roasted red apple on a steel knife Guinness flavor. No, I disagree. Guinness without nitro is pretty thin, pretty watery. Guinness on nitro is pretty yeah. thin, pretty watery. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's it's I, do too. I, I do too. There's a reason that it says. Prevalent as it is, but you like, guys want to know what this is? Oh, fine. Yeah, Might we as well about this fine. For Forty-five Fuck minutes, you, Kennedy. This is from Peak Organic, another main beer. This is wow. their <laughs> nut brown Wait. brown ale. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Nut yeah, brown, so brown I ale. Definitely. So I'm not wrong. I drank a shit ton of this in the mid nineties. Yeah, me too. This oh, Peak like... Organic still exists, and like, that's the fascinating. And wait, thing. wait, wait, wait! I've now unwrapped this. Is it, is it somehow affiliated with the San Diego Padres? <laughs> it looks like it, right? I think it's brewed. Color scheme, yeah, see. I think it's brewed. It's like a, it's like a seventies San Diego Padres hat. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty cool. Uh, brewed and I drank a by... shit ton of this. I drank right because when organic was a thing and everybody was so excited, this six packs of this shit were all over the. Who's the Who's the guy who is behind like Whole this? Foods sold John, me a ton somebody of this or shit. other, right? Two brothers, John. Yeah, um, I used to be in touch with them. I haven't been in a long time. One of them used to live in New York. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even think Peak was still around. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, yeah I thought uh, Peak was gone. I thought they'd like split off and they had an organic line and a non-organic line, and one had it. Oh made no, no, no! You know who I'm thinking of is uh, Wolivers, right? Yeah. They um, Wolivers up in yeah. uh, Otter Creek. Yeah, that's they, different. They killed that one, but uh, but yeah. Peak Organic was just bottles of Peak Organic. I remember them as kind of that Sierra yeah. Nevada watercolor, tall boy six pack. Peak organic and and the nut brown was was like that. Their pale ale, I drank a ton of. Yeah, yeah. All I'm right, so good. Sure. It, is, it is an old pair of gloves. I'm right. Yeah, and you also said uh, Chico pretty uh pretty early on too. So I bet that you so do use uh, Chico. They do use Chico. No, I said I bet they do. Oh yeah, Maybe. that's what I said. Yeah, it, because it's just missing that little bit of flabbiness a British yeast would give it. Right, all yeah, that fruit. Sugar, yeah where's all that yeah. fruit flavor come from that's all the malts yeah that's just that's just so that's it's enough brown right like so yeah. so all right so Cass, just think of sam smith's yeah and that that I'm thinking of that that round fattiness is the yeast choice otherwise it's probably a very similar malt bill Cass is thinking of that yeah so from what i've read uh originally unless, it, unless it's spoiled let the guests talk Cass. <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> what I was going to say though is, uh, from what I read, you know, there was a time when um, English milds, when they were bottled, 
they were called nut browns. Um, mm -hmm. So it's kind of the same kind of thing. But I bet this is pretty much a, a mild recipe with some American yeast on it. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that and and like I said, familiar and comfortable and beat mm -hmm. up and years yeah. old and. That's kind uh, well, of the, fun. the thing about these little beers, and uh, you know, we brew a lot of them, is like, oh, what's the ABV? I'm sorry, but what's the ABV on this? 4.8. Yeah. 4.8. Yeah. That's oh. that's a lot stronger than it registered with me. Anyway, go on. I'm, I'm sorry. I go on. No, no, it's all good. But uh, what I was going to say, though, is like when you have, you know, such small amount of sugar coming from, you know, a little bit of uh, grain when you're sparging, you just want to be careful because you don't want to get too uh, too astringent with uh, with some of these uh, beers. Because, you know, astringency plays is like a, a flavor component. But, you know, if you pull too much tannins in your beers, like, you know, 3.2 Play-Doh and, or sorry, 3.2%, uh, and it finishes really low, you can really, you know, throw the beer out of balance. But anyway, so yep. it's something I always think about. So here's the thing that this show uh, usually is horribly wrong. No, no, no. Usually makes me appreciate is... If I was walking through a beer store and saw Peak Organic in this Padres can, I'd be like, oh, well, Peak's around. And then I would go and like buy something else. From other half. <laughs> Likely not. <laughs> Likely not. But like, you know, but, but honestly, like the thing that I like about this show is next time I see this, I would buy a four pack of it. Does it come in four packs, Kennedy? It's actually, it's a six pack of 16 ounce cans. Even better. Jeez, no, what so a party. Like, yeah. so like, that's what I want. But that's still what I'm hoping Allagash will do with Haunted House. Right, but that's I want thing. a six so pack like, of those 16 ounce cans of that shit. But it's, it's, it's a really good reminder that this has been a beer that's been around forever that we might have forgotten about in our regular drinking lives. And to come back to it and to be, honestly, the, the four of us who have been drinking blind, like this giddy about it. Like it's, I, you know, that's why I like this show. Kennedy, Kennedy, were you trying to, uh, were you trying to nut brown with a guy with a British, uh, you know, repertoire no, I, or I don't, was don't pick the beers thinking about, I don't pick the beers thinking about who was on the show. So no, oh, yeah, no, we, we know that that would definitely be <laughs> doing the job, but I was wondering if somehow that had happened this time. No, no. No, I wouldn't, like want, I wouldn't want Justin to be picking specific beers for the for the guests to play. You into. know that you know that sometimes, like on the Joel no, show, he just he just does it. You me. know, it he just feels does like it because he's... he's mad at you, and yeah. then I have to come along on that train, <laughs> and I don't think that that's fair. Speaking of mad at us now, Todd, I'm just going to warn you: we seem to have fallen into an old rut here, where Justin yeah. has somehow put like. At, at the end of our day of recording and, and within very interesting guests, he's literally given me some fucking monster beer to take the last spot. Because I already feel my tongue fattening. I already feel my cheeks rosying oh, up. Oh, beer, oh, beer two today? Beer, oh, beer. beer four. Yeah. Beer four. Beer two today I can't even tell is what, what I it said. Is. Okay, yeah. Okay, so whatever. But what I'm saying is this, this last beer, like, I'm still not even sure what I'm tasting. Other than I'm sure there's alcohol in it. Like the minute I drank it, I flushed like I was having my first shot of Jägermeister. It's okay. Well, I'm about to crack this sucker up. Yeah. Throw. All right. Uh, get in there. Get right, in there. So let, let's do that. But, but let's not talk say... about it yet. Let's just sip on it for a minute. I want to talk to Todd about his process. I would like the over LTD. I think you can work. I So exactly what you're saying as a careful thing, I actually tend to like to over sparge on certain things I'm building, right? Once I've once I've layered it enough, there are beers I like to add that astringency to as a counterpoint to a lot of protein in the malt or a lot of hop oils in the dry hop. You know what I mean? So so I like considering over sparging. I know a lot of people don't. So I, I like that you went there. But so so when you say you don't want to over sparge, where do you how as you've been putting yourself into these brews where you where have you decided it's happened and how far back off have you decided to go you know what i mean like talk to us about that learning process um so the last time that i got really close <clears throat> to over sparging and i'm pretty pretty good at it to be honest with you like as far as just doing so many small beers like if you look at our list it's just 
you know, 90% full of beers, but, um, nice. I was good for you. By the way. With... Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as, as we, we as we drink whatever too, but... this vodka seltzer is, it's um, no, this is no, don't disparage this beer. This beer is, I taste Belgian yeast. Yeah. This yeah beer, a lot this, of, this, a lot this, of Belgian yeast, but it's not showing very clovey, right? It's more like, it's more like Asian plum sauce and banana. This beer yeah. is going to make me start going out to the neighbors and start coloring. Nope. Caroling? Caroling. Yeah. Caroling. Uh, Jesus, uh, this one got to you quick, too. Oh, man. You're going to go sing for figgy pudding. We know. I am going to go start singing <laughs> for figgy pudding. And then all of a sudden, like, my wife and daughter are going to have to come running after me down the street being like, this, get back this, in the house. This beer yeah. is 100% disaster sauce. This, this beer is... <sighs> I'm not quite there yet, but I feel like I might know what this beer is. Oh, it definitely tastes Belgian. That's all I can say so far. I definitely, I, I definitely agree with you on Belgian, but I'm not sure. I don't think it tastes Belgian <laughs> because of the candy sugar more than the yeast, right? Because it doesn't have that telltale Belgian cloviness to me at all. But yeah, but boy, it's, it's boy, sweet, is there like a, a lot of fucking candy sugar in there? All right, yeah. let's get back. It's to It's sweet, LTD, but it doesn't have uh, doesn't have any like I don't know like strong malt character yeah um so no, exactly. no it's a little bit more it's, it's more fruity than anything else like and it, yeah it, it's a little bit fat tongued before um no this is more double to me than than triple this, this isn't brown but, this beer is but, yellow but see but see with the with the with the double though you're gonna get some like malt character big time and I, this yeah is, doubles are brown john this beer is fucking bright yellow i don't know that I yeah, you're right. Right. Now, now I need it. to rethink about it. I see it this on my this beer. This beer actually feels Sorry. to me like golden raisins. Remember when golden raisins were? No, thing? this beer to me, this beer to me, because I, I, I was getting plum. Yeah, so this beer tastes like thing. golden raisins. Plum sauce, not plum plum. I do. golden drock? Ooh, yeah, and that's a boozy fucking thing. Are they canning golden drock? It's like 10 and a half, 11. Well, I, I kind of hate that they're canning all these beers, to be honest. We always Belgian, you know, bottle condition things. It's kind of. We still yeah. haven't figured out where Cezanne de Pont is being. Uh, I mean, it has what's, to be like. What's the, sad is we have expert journalists United, who are supposed right? to be able to do that. No, we've I been mean, told it's not Be United. Cezanne de Pont's not a Be United, no. It's not. Uh, that's. Do you can? That normal. Wait, let, let's get yes, back to Todd. Yes, Do you Todd, can, yeah. Todd? Nobody's canning or we, Did you we do, that? yeah, yeah. No, oh, god, no, that'd be terrible. No, it's a, it's a perfect beer like Orval. Um, oh, okay, yeah, we can. We have a, a small can, we're just a little brew pub, so we're not putting out you know more than 700 barrels um, a year, so we can a little bit of that for sure. But yeah, we're looking to do like a do big you, expansion hopefully next year. Do you can condition said cans in all these little British pubs you're doing, or are you are you, you force carving? You know, I I am force carving for them. Well, okay. force carving some of the beers. We um we do spunding with our lagers and some of our um some of our ales. So we'll we'll get about you know seventy five to ninety percent carved up, and then I'll just top up with uh, force carbonation with those beers. Uh-huh. But a funny story: I was in Puerto Rico visiting some family, and I had two labels made for our Hefeweizen. It was um, one said can conditioned, and one did not. And so I was like a little tipsy and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I told the can, the labeler, I was like, bring me the, the, the ones that say can condition. <laughs> anyway, so it is not can conditioned and it, you know, we were still, I mean, we've been canning it uh, for just about a year now and still learning it and all this kind of stuff. It's a whole fucking thing. That's like, you know, it, it ruins my day. Sometimes to be honest, we, we've, we've had so many things go wrong with cans and, it's like the worst thing because like when you come to the pub you drink the beer you're like oh this is this is great and then you put it in a can it's like this is not that great um uh, so it's been now uh, let me let me make you let me slow you down us. for one second are you serving yeah. in the pub out of service tanks or are you kegging a little bit above a little bit above. okay all right because that would um, so you know what i mean like i feel like if so if you've had my beer draft you've had it from a keg and the cans aren't that different but if you're serving from serving tanks yeah, I feel like that's going to be a diff. You know what I mean? There, then the jump to cans is going to be monumental. Am I, do, do, yeah, does that is. make sense to you? Because I don't know. Sure. Yes. Well, yeah, and we're getting there. I mean, we definitely, uh, you know, we're again, we're small, but we're trying to 
anything we can learn to like make them better. So we're like, we have uh, obviously a ZOM to check carbonation levels, but now we have a different ZOM tool to check the carbonation level in the cans. And, uh, you know, we check our seams and all these sort of things. It's like this onion layer that keeps on peeling. And so like when we find a new layer, we're like, fuck, we're such noobs at everything. Uh, and yeah. so we just keep trying to learn and, and push. But, uh, but yeah, canning is yeah. a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I can tell you is when I said, when these guys told me to go to this show, I said, who the fuck is this guy? Right. Paul was super excited that you were coming. So you're definitely doing some things right. I mean, obviously, That's I'll awesome. make somebody get me your beer so I can drink them. Now, talk to me about this. Uh, I, actually, I, drinking... I, I have about a case of his beer uh, up here at the house. So anytime you want to cross yes. the drizzle. Which house, Sean? Which house? Uh, the, uh, the, the, you know, the main. The, the main actual house. estate. The, the yeah, the main house. <laughs> By that, I mean the one in Maine. Ah, understood. Uh, My bad. I was assuming you meant the one. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, so let, let's talk Jersey. about yeah. let's talk about this brew pub of yours. I walk in, you've got this vast and varied, crazy by today's standards, catalog library of small British-inspired <laughs> ales. Am I having British inspired food to go with my ales? Can I get a shepherd's pie and your nut brown ale? No, unfortunately. Let's make um, that happen. So we, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that in the beginning. You know, I worked at a place called uh, Brickstore Pub for you know a little over a decade, and we had tr- more traditional fare there. And uh, we originally were thinking to, to do that kind of food, but you know, kind of got away from that. And we, our first chef was. Um, you know, had Hispanic uh, background and, and my grandmother is from Puerto Rico. So I was really pushing for this to be like a Puerto Rican menu. And um, unfortunately the chef Ooh. didn't really work, work out. Yeah. And uh, the chef we have now is, is fantastic, but you know, food is for sure inspired, but you know, the pandemic kind of threw us for a loop and yeah, um, no doubt uh, as it did everyone, of course, but yeah, the front of the house, we have plenty of staff back of the house. We're still struggling to get, you know, enough people back there to be open more. So we've actually condensed the menu down. And so I'd say it's for sure, chef, chef for, you know, no doubt. And it's still farm to table, but it's more a sandwich heavy, uh, just to be honest with you. Um, yeah, we do lots of beer dinners where we kind of flex our muscles, but you know, as it is right now, we probably need another four to six staff to kind of make us whole again. So we can put out a, a really crazy menu, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we bake our own breads for the most part and all that kind of stuff. But I gotta Irish, tell you, what what are the weirdest what are the what are the weirdest things I saw recently? I went out to a barbecue place I like to go to, and they are mm-hmm. down to just offering pork ribs for obviously because of the cost of beef, but the cost yeah. of staff and the cost of all that the cost of chicken it, too. Yeah, it, it it didn't bother me. You know what I mean? It, it I was like okay because I like their pork ribs. But this was right. a place that used to have like nine proteins and then all the appropriate sides. And now it's like, how many pork ribs do you want? I was like, man, this is this is it's hitting wild. everybody different. For yeah, sure. So sandwiches make sense in this situation. All right. Hey, now we, we have actually have to. Too, but... Good. So now we actually have to talk about beer three. Um, I think I've registered. I, I, I'm not getting Four. too much out of it. Um, Mike, you, you, you've started. Why don't you t- tell us your tasting? I'm sorry. Todd, why don't you tell us your tasting notes on oh, it? Oh, man. And then the we'll Belgian, get to... He said Belgians beer. are hitting you hard. Uh, he said beer three, weird. and he called him Todd and Mike. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so beer not, four. None of that's actually beer four, okay. Beer four, Todd. Like, yeah. yeah, this beer yeah. is fucking me up, dude. <laughs> what is going on yeah. with you? What do you? Where are you at on it, Todd? Yeah, I mean, when I, when I drink it, it's definitely like yeast-forward beer. This is for sure Belgian. I think we all agree with that. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it doesn't have a, a ton of mall character, so I don't think it's a, a dual or a Belgian strong dark or anything like that. Um, I'm not getting a ton of alcohol, though. I think you said alcohol early. Um, I don't, I, I'm not saying it's not boozy, but I think that it has enough, Booziest. you know, malt and balance. Well, I think it has enough malt balance that it's not above, like, eight. I'd say eight probably is where the spirit's at, just guessing. But, um, yeah, so just a, say so yeah, So, yeah, so not that much. So, eight. Yeah. Just to clear up my notes, just to clear up my notes, um, I think you're right. I, th- I I don't think it's eight, but I don't think it's above ten. I think it's somewhere around. Definitely not above ten. No. I think it's somewhere yeah. around eight or nine. But so much of that alcohol, I think, is derived from candy sugar that it yeah. feels boozy to me. You know what I mean? Like the minute I drank it, it felt spiritous, if you will. 
Um, yeah. And I think that's on purpose. I think, like I said, just drinking, it feels like disaster sauce. It just feels like when you're drinking these, <laughs> one, you're probably eating French fries and two, you're Freeze. definitely going to fall and hit your head. Um, yeah. And that's Mr. Hall, Mr. All right. Cass. So I right, Cass, why don't you go? Cause I have very specific visceral memories. I mean, I'm really, flavors of this beer. I'm really enjoying it. That's for one. And I wish this was a Saturday and not a Sunday because as Augie said, uh, disaster is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just very, very heavy Belgian. And yeah, the booze, the booze is hidden. If this is, is if this is north of seven then you know it is it's it's a sneaker but i feel like uh you know this this definitely comes out midday after we've all had a bunch of our haunted house and uh we're just yeah where, where, where the party goes yeah this but, is where uh, our gentlemanly haunted house party falls apart yeah and it's it's not thin beer either i get no. those no it's definitely not, yeah. and plum i get all that uh i, I this is fan fucking tastic. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not keeping. I'm yeah, not it, putting it, it in fan fantastic, but it's definitely a classic flavor. No, yeah, it's yeah. not fan fucking tastic. That's the thing. It is. This is a. In my mind, a all right. I'm out. I'm having a good time. I'm going to drink with reckless abandon. This is one of those beers. So like Golden Drac was brought up earlier on. Like the only time I'm having that or palm, like or any of those other sort of like Americanized Belgian ales is always like, you know what? I got nothing to do tomorrow. And <laughs> you know, so or like yeah, there was a like time a there was idea a time. At the time and like the glassware that comes with it is gonna be like a goblet or it's gonna have some wooden contraption to hold it up or like clock, some. Yeah. Yeah, like it's going to be something like that. Um, I there I was know, a like, time. Yeah, there was a time, John, when I lived when I lived in the in the village. Voldenui was right by my apartment, uh-huh. and about once every couple months, you know, they'd had they had like seven Belgian drafts, one of which was always a proper fruited lambic, but then it was just your classics, right? Duval Blue and Yellow and Delirium Tremens and all that. And I, and every now and then I'd be like, all right, I'm going to drink one of each. Like I'll have eight beers tonight. I'll drink my way through. And I feel like wherever (laughs) the slot, when I lost time is because of strong beers, that's what beer this is. Like if I could give you one through eight, this was definitely like in spot six of Voldenoui when everything was blurry, a little bit banana-y and boozy as fuck. But this is, (laughs) I mean, outside of it being, it's just, so the only thing is like, if you would have gave me this beer like two or three years ago when not many Belgian beers were canned, like it's gonna be easy. This is a 16 ounce can. It's gotta be an American uh, Belgian producer. And I still think 16 ounce cans in American, uh, it's an American uh, Belgian beer kind of narrows it down to only a handful of, of breweries. So I have a guess of what this says, but I don't guess say it's wrong. time. We're okay. Yeah, no, go, okay. go for it. Guess. I mean, my assumption is this is probably an Allagash beer. Um, really, I'm not out. See, that's a fascinating yeah. thing because when you're talking about like old school Belgian stuff in the U.S. cloth, I'm thinking, oh, maybe this could be Omegang. But oh, uh, right, I forget about Omegang. Yeah, no, but they're, but they're not yeah. like, but yeah, like, they destroyed themselves with those or, Game of Thrones beers. I know they did. It's it's sad. What a <laughs> bad partnership that was. Um, yeah, but th- this is one of those beers. So on the last show. I was talking about how we would be at Barcade at like five o'clock on a Monday, like actually in reality and how haunted house would be the perfect beer for that. This is a, this time of year darkened bar at four o'clock, five o'clock, like where you've already been out day drinking and now you've transitioned into something and you hope you get home. Okay. Bad choices. This is, this is a bad choice (laughs) beer. Like this is a bad choice beer in the yeah. best possible way, and I don't think I, it's the best possible way. No, 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 no. So here's the thing: I have a very specific. This, well, let I, me I let me let me rephrase what, what I meant for you to could, say. Yeah. But wait, I, let me rephrase what I meant for you to say. Uh-huh. This is going to get me exactly as fucked up as if you and I were out and we drank one of those 
triple bourbon barrel stouts from what's his name in Colorado, epic. like we've done, like epic. Or if we found like a JW Lee's bottle on a no, thing see, no, I, I just split with it. You. No, but I'm those telling are... you, when we make those choices, this beer is going to get me that fucked up, and I don't think it offers me as much as those other beers. Right. This is a this is a pub beer that gets you. I want to know what trouble. it is because I, I I feel like. All right, reveal it so we can. This, move is, on the this is delirium Simmons. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will add, this is the first time we've had this beer on the show in all these years, and I can't believe this is the first time it showed up. The can says, Man, I like it as the best beer in the world. By <laughs> who? I, we're a By democracy. Who? By all it's of the democracy. staff at Delirium Tremens? It's a, it's Eight, a democracy. So here's the thing. 8.5%. A, a, a couple of weeks ago, oh, uh, oh. we had my I already regret it. I immediately viscerally got mad at myself for drinking as much of it as I did. Nope, nope. I'm so happy with this because a couple of weeks ago on the show, we had Mike Karnowski from Zebulon. And great, yeah. we were talking about Terrace Bulba. And I shared a story about being out drinking with my dad <laughs> in Brussels uh, and drinking Terrace Bulba and sort of loving it. The second part of that story is we left uh, uh, <laughs> Motor Lambic where we were drinking Terrace Bulba and we went to the Delirium Tremens bar and we're Ooh. drinking this. And my dad, who's a very affable guy, like struck up a conversation with some expats from Colorado that I think he still exchanges Christmas cards with like five years <laughs> later. But we're Amazing. in this basement bar drinking Tremens, like drinking this beer in the like place. Like sessioning and, Tremens? Oh, yeah. like Even I've session. never done that. Man, Augie, you haven't been out with the halls and it's oh. a thing. And I swear to God. <laughs> and and shit, so, so this beer makes me think of drinking in basement bars in Belgium because... That's it's what you drink in time with my dad, and that's where I'm drinking this beer. You know, it's hey, funny though. Kennedy, remember what I was saying? Thanks for picking this, honestly. Remember honest what God, I was thanks saying for, about for picking this? You're remember welcome. what I was saying about uh, Boldenoy? This was, I was wrong. This was the eighth beer. The Delirium <laughs> Tremens was the last one, and it was always when shit got fucking hectic. And yeah, this was this is beer eight, this not beer golden six. in color though. Like this yeah, is of course it is. It's, a it's always been um, no, but I it in my mind it? it is it is it is a plum colored, it is a lot a, of strong ale, yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right, it's not that's a, awesome. Anyway, all right, so all right. so Mike, we got a now lot to get show, to before and uh, before Mike, this with LTD. I keep saying Mike, see you fucking never give me this. Todd, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> LTD. <laughs> Damn it, LTD, <laughs> LTD. I'm sticking with LTD. I can't keep coming right. in. Anyway, LTD, let me just explain Todd. what just happened. Before we recorded with you, we were on with Mike Beebe of Untied Brewing in New Providence, New Jersey. And okay. we drank a really lovely Italian pills. And then we drank nice. a haunted house from Allagash. And Augie, fucking who delightful. only at this point in his day has had, according to him, scrambled eggs. And he has biked about 423 miles. It was, only, it was only 50 miles this morning. So his metabolism and his BAC are, you know, working in tandem together. <laughs> so he's not going to remember who you are in this whole thing. But LTD, I know who you are. And I am 100% blaming that on the Tremens, not the haunted house. The minute I started drinking this shit went pear-shaped. I was fine. <laughs> Give me some of these little uh, elephants soon. That's right. We're at the point of the show where we're going to ask uh, LTD one more question about him. But first, Kennedy, my man. Do you have a letter for us? I sure do. Yay! The only Two one. Don't ask for a second one, John. Come on. Two in a row. All right. Uh, so Niles R says, Kennedy, my man, with the holidays upon us, it made me think of the scene in Donnie Brasco where they just give each other <laughs> envelopes and money. Classic, classic Christmas movie, Donnie Brasco. I actually worked on Donnie Brasco. I worked on that movie. Yeah, just like two days when I was first starting, it was one of those like, oh my God, I've got to get on every movie in town. I don't know how to do shit. And somebody gave me a couple days on Donnie Brasco. I did shit like I was far away, locking up traffic and people. 
But yeah, man, I did. You were locking days on up You had deputy powers. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. That's. I mean, movies deputized. are the most important. Movies are the most important thing America makes. You don't think we get deputized when we take that role? I don't anyway, know. I thought we made war, but yeah, that's. Anyway, fine. he says. Wow, that's heavy. If if the envelope, if the envelope was a beer, what beer would you gift to each other, and why? Oh. oh. Or Vol. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, yes. Boat. I just give John boat. But who would you give that to and why? You're the worst. Like you don't even have to go to a store. Nope. Um, I got it right here next to me, actually. Uh I I would actually be very nice to you guys. And uh I, I think remember Peter John, Stott, the beaner on the outside. You give us Peter what slow poor pills. Oh, thank you. So so what you mean is you're buying plane tickets because I don't want that in my house. Uh, yeah, I'm buying plane tickets. Okay, good. Happy. I'm, I'm drinking. I'm drinking delirium tremens. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, LTD and his family is going to come too. Like, we're all. This is the cl- this is the closest John ever gets to being Kanye. Yeah, it's on me. Book it. Let's go. We're flying. <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> who would? Let's see. What beer would I gift to who and why? Um, shit. I, Sierra Nevada celebration to all you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I nope. the gift that Todd, keeps on giving. Todd, LTD, there, there was we a were version friends. where I tried to make your show two cans of celebration. I was like, I, I was it. like, can we just do the last episode just celebration everything? I literally almost <laughs> you know, I, I, I almost I only had one can this year and it was gifted to me, actually. It's funny. Oh, enough. I was gonna I send each it. of you guys a six pack, just that in a box, a six pack of <laughs> celebration. That would have been and Justin, I would have Justin. And I probably you been your exactly bonus. this drunk. I'd probably been exactly this drunk. Thanks for the delirium tremens, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, um, Ltd. What's a what's a what's a beer that you don't make? And we're gonna come back to Augie for a beer that he does not make. Still what's a be beer both. that you don't make? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be yacht. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Both what's a beer? What's a yacht. beer that you don't make that you would like to gift to people that you like? At least on the radio, say that you're fond of hanging out with. Hmm, that's a good question. And there are so many like <laughs> amazing beers that I, I mean, you said Orval, that's a great one. I mean, I think Roastfort 10 is probably one of my favorite Belgian beers, even though I don't drink it very often. Um, oh. I'd probably give that beer out. I think it's like rich and delicious. And even though we make a, a, a Belgian quad, it's nowhere near as good as that. Um, yeah, I'd think Roastfort 10, man. All right. Awesome. Uh, Augie, all right. Beer that you it, don't it, make. It would be JW Lee's Harvest. Like if I was going to sit down and drink Very with nice. any of the four of you guys, that that's. I don't know why I so associate. I think because I really didn't get to know those beers till the show and kind of from the show. But when I think about sitting down and drinking with you guys around a fire this time of year, it's it's one of those beers. I think that's awfully sweet. Kennedy, did you have one more? Were you teasing that? I know. No, I I said John. No, stop burning letters, John. (laughs) Fuck. We're not recording again until 2022. Thank God. We're going to do one more show and we'll read some letters then, John. All right, fine. All right. Anyway, Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry that fucking. Sorry that uh, Kennedy buried me under a DT and I forgot your name (laughs) a couple minutes in the middle there. uh, But, no uh, problem. But that's the way this shit rolls. Um, like I said, it's nice to meet you, but Hall is super excited about what you're doing, which usually means I'll get to know you soon because he's not often wrong on cool people doing cool shit. So for now, I'll leave it at Aww. that. And I look forward to spending some time and learning what your real name is. But I think if I can make it sick, I'll stick with LTD. Um, how do they find you? How do they, how do they mail your beers around the world? How do they get all this shit done? Uh, we're, we're in Duluth, Georgia, so we're north of the city of Atlanta. Follow us on Instagram, and uh, and yeah, demand English beer everywhere. <laughs> Go for it. I agree with that. All right, Cass, do the casting. Damn right. Yes, uh, write us letters. We've had a couple good ones recently. Keep them flowing. Steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on all the social medias at Steal This Beer. And thanks to all. All you Patreons out there, I really appreciate those donations. They go a long way to, you know, get us the lovely beers like Delirium Tremens for the first time in six, Ooh. seven years, which I, I'm, I said I was going to finish the can, but I'm going to do it. 
Oh, we're oh, all God. finishing the can. We're all in trouble. <laughs> all right, yeah. y'all. Get at us. Cheers. Cheers.